Greetings. This is Bashiri, and I'd like to welcome you to the 28th episode of the Love, Peace, and Confrontation podcast. Of course, I greet you in love, peace, and confrontation. Black men, I love you. Black women, I love you. Black babies, I love you. What will we tell our sons? Let's get out of here and be the light. Let's understand that we are the solution. And then we house uh, the capacity and the wherewithal to uh, remedy many of the issues that are pervasive in our uh, communities that we can work, that we can focus, that we can assert ourselves to uh, resolve and mitigate the same. Uh, moreover, we are the answers to every prayer that we've ever prayed in or articulated, and ultimately, we are the gods that we seek. Our religions be damned. If it does not serve you, you should not serve it let's go ahead and and fully capitalize upon the inexhaustible energetic ingenuity that's part and parcel to the melodinated mind and overall black experience black man what up black woman what up black babies what's good so here we are um in the 28th episode of the love peace and confrontation podcast and everybody is excited the day after the first juneteenth federal acknowledgement and holiday and um it, it it's been a mixed bag of uh, emotion and feeling and thoughts and uh complex nuanced um energy that has been expressed and felt and has been vibrating you know throughout the community of course that I've been um, immersed and kind of tapped into uh, all the goings on that appertain to uh, the whole to do regarding um, the Juneteenth holiday and it's just interesting you know I mean there are a myriad of perspectives and you know um some more valid than others, some more robust than others, some very simplistic, some um, some more academic, you know. Um, and then there are others that were just naive, right? And so I guess to unpack some of what I've been able to um, ascertain by way of conversation, by way of observation with regards to uh, the federal holiday now, known as Juneteenth, um, it would be appropriate to acknowledge that uh, Juneteenth um, within our communities was something that we had already recognized by and large uh, without needing the uh, rubber stamp of, of the federal approval. Um, and I think I want to speak a little bit to, um, well, I, I, I guess I want to speak to what seems to be for some of us in our community, the need to have uh, a governmental or white cosign um, because we have become so um, paternalistically influenced and molded and shaped uh, by white supremacy and patriarchy, right, dominance, um, that there has emerged this personality, 
of course, that is prone, that is predilected, that is um, more likely than not to have a need of validation outside of itself. And so we're always, again, to remind uh, uh, our listeners who are who uh, listen on a more routine basis and even for the benefit of those uh uh, this may be the first uh, time you've ever heard my voice here on the Love, Peace, and Confrontation podcast. We're always speaking within the broad frame uh, and, and historical context of white supremacy, of racism, uh, hegemony, domination, exploitation, uh, oligarchical uh, manipulation and control, right, of uh, what we termed here as uh, politically black in juxtaposition to those who have been termed as politically white. And we understand, again, uh, just for uh, the sake of reiterating uh, what the um, fundamental thrust uh, that substantiates anything that we articulate here on the Love, Peace and Confrontation podcast. And that is the following, uh, that racism is a function of an economic enterprise to procure vital life resources over and against the ability, the development of capacity or, uh, or uh, 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 um, uh, uh, wherewithal for the targeted population um, to, you know, um, do likewise. And it's always within the paradigm of competi- competition informed uh, by a principle of scarcity. And so when we're speaking today, if I had to have a title, I don't know, <laughs> to be more official for those of you who need those sorts of things, I suppose we could call it uh, holidays, symbols, and serial self-sabotage is what we're kind of speaking of. Uh, holidays as in holly, D-A-Z-E, Symbols, S-Y-M-B-O-W-L-S, and Serial, as in C-E-R-E-A-L, Captain Crunch. So holidays, symbols, and serial self-sabotage, um, Juneteenth. And so I guess to, to start right out at the gate and to kind of lay the groundwork of how this um, particular monologue is substantiated by way of its rationale. Um, we still have to look at the ways in which we derive meaning, right? So I did a podcast, of course, last week that dealt with uh, meaning, myth, and madness. And so meaning, right, um, is still a political concern. You know, a lot of people like to think, oh, it's more philosophical, and it has more to do with uh, trying to understand uh, the why of of human existence and et cetera. And cool, yeah, that has its place. And there there are spaces where that would be um, appropriate, right? And we could do that. Uh, but for our purposes, as uh, I've already stated, um, we're kind of looking at the socio-political uh, historical context of anything that we kind of investigate, right? And, and so with respect to meaning, right, um, there, there has to be some kind of political underpinning 
um, as to how we are shaped therefrom, right? Because it's, again, it has to, um, it has to conserve the status quo, meaning that is information, what we articulate, how we are programmed, what we propagandize, what we are indoctrinated by has to maintain the integrity of the current system. Everything within the system in order for it to be a cohesive functioning reality, there has to be uh, a balance that is maintained. And balance is maintained through information. Balance is maintained through education. Balance is maintained um, uh, under the auspices or from the ways in which meaning is derivative, right? And so when we're talking about holidays <laughs> and we're talking about what, what are the political intents of holidays, you know, uh, you really got to get into a historical analysis of how holidays really came to the fore, particularly in America. And what are they for? I tell you this, when I sit back and I just take a general assessment of holidays, right? They're always commercially interested. It's always attached to some kind of commercial intent. Um, some kind of way to stimulate the economy uh, via a feeling, via the elicitation of or, or, or provocative um, emotional arousal, right? To get people to reflex and impulsively spend money. That's all. That's pretty much... Um, summative commentary on how holidays are employed here in America. For the most part, um, holidays are a commercial means by which to stimulate the economy as we titillate and as we arouse um, some kind of strong emotional appeal that provokes economic movement. On the basis, of course, of shame and guilt, because if you don't do this for me, then you don't love me. Or if you don't do this, you don't go out here and purchase this item um, that the media says is indicative of your concern and your care for me. Well, then we're going to have an issue in our relationship. <laughs> so, again, um, as inherent uh, social beings... Uh, that quality of, of humanity gets hacked for commercial interest. And before you know it, we're buying things that we don't need as symbols, right? As trinkets, as toys that are supposed to embody uh, the intangible qualities that add value to um, a, a relationship that we want to demonstrate has precedence in our lives respectively right and so that's all the holidays right so then another caveat though to the holidays 
is that it has a political intent. And this is more so, I think, um, the caliber of holiday, the newly minted federal holiday that Juneteenth kind of represents, that there are some political intentionalities, intentionality, excuse me, um, uh, within uh, that particular to do for the subject matter at hand, right? And so uh, we're thinking of a Juneteenth, we're thinking of politics, and we're thinking of, of course, what what could be the intent? Well, number one, I remember um, just perusing some commentary, speaking with um, different ones about, you know, their feelings uh, regarding the holiday. And um, there is, there is um, a, a, a point of view, um, that suggests that Juneteenth is important to have as a federal holiday because it serves as um, it serves as a, a a a indication that that white people are willing to acknowledge um, history and are willing to validate the pain that was part and parcel of. Um, the slaveocracy that America was found upon, chattel slavery, right? Um, the genocide of the people, the thievery of land and the like, resources, etc. cetera. Uh, and, and so <laughs> both material and human resources, might I add. And so it's like, oh, yeah, this, this is great. This is a win because the, there's the acknowledgement. See, they see us. They look at us, and, and, and I want to pause right there, all right? So uh, when they see us, right? Okay, so uh, I don't know if you guys saw that on Netflix and et cetera, uh, but I couldn't get through that entire movie. <laughs> I'll tell you, because it was horrifying, and it was horrific. And I remember I had an intense emotional response, and I had to stop at the scene uh, where the young man uh, cracked in the precinct, right? And they got him to conf- confess to a crime uh, that he did not commit. Uh, what does this have to do with today's subject matter? Everything. Um, just from the simple title of it, okay? I just told you that there is a feeling that, okay, we're being acknowledged and we're being seen, right? And when they see a uh, boom, you know, we have a holiday. And looking at how this young man was cracked, uh, he had his mind hacked in the precinct, and now he's this thing that is necessary for the machine um, to move forward, to grind, right? He became um, fodder for the maintenance and the balance and the uh, sustaining of the machinery of white supremacy, right? Because we have to have um, you uh, situated as of course in that in that sense uh, in that context the rapacious nigger have to be that we need you to play that role um we need another one to play you know the gangster we need another one to be the hoe we need another one to be the pimp we need another one and another one and another one and you just fill in um whatever degraded iteration of black life that's going to be suitable for your um political, uh, socioeconomic needs as white supremacy.
Right. So uh, uh, when we're seen and we're cracked and we're hacked and we're soul jacked right into becoming these pawns and repositories for white interest and white validation, it is that at that point, there's nothing really to dance about or smile or celebrate. And Juneteenth falls right in those parameters uh, to the degree that there are many of us who are saying, yes, we are seen and yes, we are understood. And yes, we have the validation of white concern. <laughs> Got to wake up, folks. Got to wake up. Even what I just articulated is proof positive that there are um, economic, social, and power dif differentials that continue to subsist and exist with respect to our nation, all right, or our place in the nation and with the um, general pecking or social pecking order uh, within the confines, again, of white supremacy racism, okay? Having to be validated, having our terms and what's supposed to be meaningful orchestrated, right? And spoon fed to us in ways that would be patronizing. And that's what it is. Um, when we're looking at what's going on uh, with this federal holiday, and it's not like we haven't been down this road before, which is why, you know, when I'm thinking of even today's title, when I'm thinking of holidays, symbols, and serial self-sabotage, it's not like we haven't been here before. It's like we should have, I think, in my estimation, Learn the lesson of history. Learn the movement of those we have to contend with, you know, uh, to know your enemy. You know, no, after uh, the wise words of, of Sun Tzu and, and the art of war and to understand um, how to orient and or govern ourselves with respect to that level of intelligentsia of the movements and the methodologies that are often employed and exhibited by those that we are contending with. But it seems that we haven't done that. It seems that we um, have relegated ourselves to the, comf the comforts of denial. And that's where we like to stay. We like to stay in the celebration space. <laughs> we like to be high off of, uh, you know, and just, just the, smi and the smile and the energy of, of not having to confront harsh realities and just to, you know, just to kind of kick back, just to kind of um, indulge and overindulge in a, um, a masturbatory kind of a way to where... Um, nothing is really getting done, but we're still getting off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nothing is, is really being built. Nothing is growing. Um, nothing is uh, materializing. But we like to deal with the ideas and we like to deal with um, the essence. We like to deal with, you know, the possibilities. And we take the possibilities to be um, something that we can handle. And something that's tangible and something that's real. 
and that's unfortunate. And, to, and so, of course, like I said, it's nuanced and it's, you know, it's it's complex. But in a lot of ways, it's really simple. We're being had again. We're being had again uh, because um, this is just a symbolic gesture. And, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record, but it is what it is. You know, I got to tell it how I see it. You know what I mean? And you can tell it how you see it, wherever you have a platform to do so. But here, it's it's a, a, a symbolic gesture. Again, it's something to get you emotionally aroused. It's it's a way to prostitute your pain, you know, to uh, cause you again uh, to 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 go ahead and and <laughs> dip into your pockets, right? That 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 have next to kneel in it, you know what I'm saying, and to to transfer funds, uh, the limited funds that you have from uh, the limited resources that you can take advantage of, to take that from your communities and put it into another community, as you buy your your Juneteenth wares that are made by another ethnic group who is going to capitalize again off of your emotional arousal and your need to uh to to drape yourself in symbolic imagery as if you have won as if victory has been accomplished as if enemies have been vanquished it, it's it's foolish for us as a group <laughs> to waste energy celebrating before we've really accomplished anything and then the other side to that, it's dangerous when you have your enemy um, define for you what victory is and what an accomplishment looks like. Or define for you what your goals ought to be, you know, or what your projected possibility looks like. We're back again, around and around. I'm, I'm always um, articulating that... There has to be the the liberty for us to determine the terms and the conditions of matters that concern our interest, right? And until we can do that, well, then we'll just keep getting uh, manipulated, right? And outwitted. And this is what this move is. This move here is so that... The establishment can have the talking point. Hey, we can't be racist because Juneteenth. Hey, we can't be racist because MLK, the MLK holiday. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we can't be racist because Black History Month. (laughs) And on and on and on. It's just to keep up the appearances of being... um, liberal and of being um the 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 uh the bastion of freedom and justice it's just it's just for talking points man and then and here we are you know as per normal as per usual many of us just going along with it and smiling and shucking and jiving and playing the role that the uh, puppeteer, puppet master uh, of white supremacy as a system, a global one, 
needs for us to be. I need you to be the dancing nigga now. I need you to be the happy-go-lucky nigga, whistling Dixie, um, <laughs> everything's fine. You know, I need you to be the we-have-overcome-progressive nigga. You know what I mean? I need that from you because that's going to help us with our deception. And I will reward you for the role that you play. You know, I'll give you some material benefit. You know, I, I, you know, I grease your palm a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm a grease other parts of your community, you know what I mean? So I get my slot, you know, I, you, know, <laughs> you understand what I mean? The, 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 um, you know, just the manipulation of it all. You know, there is an element of naivete, and I already mentioned that earlier, uh, in our community. And, and for some of us, I think it's willing uh, naivete. Where we willingly turn a blind eye or dumb ourselves down to and from the truth of how these matters are managed and played. How this game is orchestrated. You know what I mean? And we just want to act like we have um, traversed some sort of threshold that says that we no longer need to be vigilant. That we no longer need to be aware um, that we no longer need to be uh, suspicious of these kinds of maneuvers. And it's a sad commentary, you know what I'm saying? Um, because it's ultimately going to leave you got. I'm trying to speak as simply as I can um, with respect to this issue, you know, with again, with the respect of to the issue of holidays, symbols and serial self-sabotage. I said in prior podcasts, of course, before, um, that one of the indications of power, or the prerogatives, rather, of power, is to streamline the domination of those who are dominated. And again, how do we do that? Well, you have to incorporate the dominated into um, the maintenance of their own domination. You have to deputize them. You know, you have to get a faction of the dominated community or the the targeted populace who is going to be employed at helping you manage that group. Hmm? And that's going to be your your black politicians. Um, That's going to be your your celebrity class. Those are going to be your athletes. You know what I'm saying? The people who are going to be pedestalized um, and who are going to carry the poison, and they're going to carry it under the the auspices of some sort of feigned accomplishment, some kind of feigned success, some kind of feigned power, when nothing can be further from the truth. You know what I'm saying? Because even in those particular archetypes that I just articulated are white interested limitations oh look you can be like this person oh look you should aspire to be like that person fill in the blank fill in the blank um puppet basically yeah 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 this is what you should aspire to be right because we can't have you aspirationally striving for true authentic power we got to we got to get you turned on to the taste of uh 
power power without all the calories, without all the the pesky calories of it being real. <laughs> we got it. We got to get you that no frills power. You know what I mean? The same powerful feelings without without that 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 the powerful uh, outcomes. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's nothing. It's 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 toothless um, a sort of endeavor uh, where we just believe that what's being said and that's what's being propagated is for our good and not the good of those who have the power to disseminate such messaging. It's it's a joke. You know, and Juneteenth, the federal holiday. And I'm, I'm, I'm emphasizing the federal holiday, Juneteenth, is just another maneuver in the clown show. Now, that's not to get at what people who have been designated as politically black um, infuse in a spiritual sense in the ways that they have acknowledged on the on on the basis of their own self-determination with respect to historical happenings. That's different. That's a whole different animal. You understand what I mean? When it's something from the grassroots and it's something that started with us and something that we engineered and something that we controlled, well, then that's something to be proud of. But when it's something that's co-opted and when it's something that's sanitized so that it can be federalized and then utilized to, um, you know, tantalize. I got to get on my Jesse, Jesse Jackson and Rom this morning. You feel what I mean? But it's like when we do all of that, <laughs> when that's happening, oh, yeah, we getting got. We, we, we somewhere over a barrel. Uh, you know, excuse me for being so vulgar, but you know, again, here we are in vulgar circumstances, and they are playing right in our faces, and we're playing right into their hands, by and large, as per usual. Folks, they ain't nothing out here to be celebrating with them, giving us no holidays, keeping us hypnotized and seduced and uh, inebriated, asleep drunk, out of our minds, you know, detached, anesthetized, you know what I'm saying? So they can keep on doing what they're going to keep on doing. That's all this is. That's all this is for the most part, functionally speaking. I'm talking about outcomes. I'm not talking about feelings, man. You know? I'm not I'm not talking about the warm and fuzzies or the goosebumps or the rush or your connection to the ancestors that, you know, that last part, I, you know, it has its place. Like I said, I understand our community. I know we uh, by and large are spiritual people. You know what I'm saying? And we deal in that realm and that has its place. But we're we're more than than even spiritual. You know what I'm saying? We just cannot be relegated or perpetually localized in one aspect of our being or one locality of of our mind and, and of our thinking. Okay? I'm spiritual and practical. 
You understand, you understand what I mean? Like, there, there has to be a balance. You know what I mean? It's, it becomes pathological when we're out of balance. When we're, when we're too far to the left or too far to the right. You understand what I'm saying? Proverbially speaking. You got to be able to use both sides or both hemispheres of your brain. That creative side and that logical side. Right? And it has to be some kind of synergistic um, compatibility between those hemispheres so that we can do what is right, what is appropriate, and what is necessary when it is called for, when the occasion calls for that kind of maneuvering. But if we don't, and if we're stuck, then we're going to be had. We're going to be easily manipulated. We're going to be easily seduced. We're going to be easily coddled into a damn coma. No movement. You understand what I'm saying? No life. Just existing. No wins. Just celebrating. <laughs> I'm telling you, I like... Yeah, you, 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 you got to do the, his, the historical analysis for yourselves. You got to know who you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? There are um, certain levels of investments, material investments that uh, white supremacy as a system is willing to make in order for the bigger payoff later. These, these are just these. This, this is investment, emotional, political capital is all it is. Ah, we can get them next because they, in the end, they're gonna bring us what's necessary because they hide, they seduced. You know what I'm saying? They are out of their head right now. You know, let them have that. Let them have the surface things. Let them have the shiny things. Let them have the airtime. Give them the media space. Put their face on it. Yes. African that thing. Kente that thing up. Yes. We got to listen. What we got to do, y'all, is we got to Kente cloth the oppression. (laughs) That's what we got to do. Heck, yes. Yeah, that's what we got. This is this is this is the game. You know what I'm saying? Let's put the drums to this oppression. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's get in all, let's get into all of their cultural mores and traditions that they have an affinity for, and let's oppress them through that. Right? Through the symbols. Then they become serial. And we are Captain Crunch Time. You feel what I'm saying? You understand what's happening here, folks? This Juneteenth thing or any other federal holiday that they want to come up with. And then you got a certain cadre of black folk that's going to co-sign and smile for the photo op. As the white man signs into law your, your pride. Oh, look, look, look. Now we can be proud. A white man stroked it into law. Now my, my chest can swell with pride. 
Look at me. I'm somebody. Why? Because Uncle Joe said so. <laughs> you got to be kidding me, man. This is what it is, though. This is where we are as a group, folks. This is where we are. You know what I'm saying? This is the raw, rugged, real. You know what I mean? And I'm tired of the raw, rugged, real, as in R-E-E-L. The real. The movie. The rerun. Yo, y'all not tired of this yet? Y'all not bored with this film yet? Y'all not bored with this movie? It's the same movie. It's the same movie. Forget 2.0. It's like 2000.0. You know, re-upped on the, uh, on the white supremacy game. <laughs> like, come on, man. You know, again, again, you know, we, 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 we talking about holidays, symbols, and serial self-sabotage. Yeah. You become food, right? And you start to eat at yourself as a community. Because why? Because what's being exploited yet again is your perception of yourself. Your perception of your aptitude and of your capability and of your potentialities, right? And of your promise, to use those terms, to use the dream language, because I know we we stuck in that dream with the holidays. You feel what I'm saying? Like you, it's all, it's all calculated, right? And, and, and it's a calculus that has been engineered, that has been callously engineered. Okay. It's mathematics is what it is. These numbers, they ain't feeling, they don't feel nothing. You know, it's cold. You know what I'm saying? This is the computation. You know what I mean? This is what it is. The bottom line. You at the bottom. Bottom line. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's all laughs and all giggles and all to be done. Seriously. Got to speak as plain as I can, folks. Here, because this is, this is, this is, this is ridiculous that we are still um, carried away as children, carried away whimsically at the whims of these folks. Like, oh, we can throw them this; they'll take it, they'll take it, they'll love it. You know, mm, they'll eat it up. Just eat it up. We can give them this. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? With everything that is going on, you know, more recently, you know what I'm saying, George Floyd, and you know, and all that has happened ever since then. There have been others. You know what I'm saying? With, with not even the slightest nod to defunding the police, you know, not even the slightest nod to... Um, reparations you know what I'm saying all we get are studies and symbols and holidays (laughs) 
what we get studies and symbols and holidays keep them high you know what i'm saying you know we get we get the legalization of weed you black folks like weed don't you y'all like to stay out don't you want to be out of your mind yeah go ahead have at it you know what i'm saying cool smoke as much as you would like there will never be um economic parity given to you oh we can't have that we 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 can't have there be um some sort of political equilibrium and all balance because no that's not how the system works somebody got to be at the bottom and it's you y'all got to be perpetually at the bottom respectively comparatively to everybody else because that's how these things worked that's how you're worked that's why you were brought here to work whatever your perspective on the transatlantic slave trade um you know i know there are those persons who say we were already here probably both are true you know what i mean either way we all were designated for one role no matter your perspective and that's to be um beast of burden yeah you got to carry this so you got to bear this you got yeah you got to take that take that take that take that you got to do that that's who you are you know what i'm saying that's that's who you've been designated to be that's the role uh that you have been designated to fulfill Juneteenth, holidays, symbols, and serial self-sabotage. That's what we're talking about. That's what we talk. Nothing has changed with these, these federal holidays and these um, patronistic acknowledgments from white power. Nothing. You get laughed at. You get ridiculed. You know what I mean? This is what you think power is. You think power is um, a song. You think power is a dance, huh? Yeah, y'all singing, y'all singing the power theme song. <laughs> Two step into the Juneteenth. Talking about this is a big rich town. You got to be kidding me, man! Like this, it's all entertainment. Black bodies on cold pavement. I ain't even gonna do it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's surreal, man. It really is. When you when you sit you sit back and I'm done playing, guys. You sit back and you just you just look at how everything is charted out, and it's all going according to plan. Not our plan. Not something that finds its genesis in our think tanks and in our circles, right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. These are other people's plans. You know what I'm saying? OPP. <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Like these are other people's plans. And we like, you know, it's like, oh yeah, this is good for us. Yeah, this 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 is great. We like the way this sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. Boss will eat this up. This is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Praise the law for the Juneteenth. It's 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 crazy. It's crazy and it's 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 an affront. Right in your face. It's an affront right in your face. And what we're going to do is what we've always done and smile.
and get into whatever shuck and jive routine. Thank you, Mr. Charlie. Sir, good white folk. Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe in the in the in the Kente Ku Klux Klan uniform. Uncle Joe. <laughs> KKK and Kente Cloth. Come on, man. We need Listen, folks. You 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 gotta open your eyes. You gotta see what's going on. You gotta get some modicum of self-respect and self-determination working in some sort of way. You know, um, I understand the spirit of Juneteenth. I get it. I understand that. What is disheartening um, is the way in which. Uh, we are easily exploited and led to ruin because somebody takes a surface level appreciation of struggle, um, politicizes it, and uses that to rationalize not doing the real work of what's necessary and vitally so for our community. What needs to happen in our community far exceeds the patronistic nod of a federal holiday. There is nothing to celebrate, people. Not a damn thing. Not a damn thing. Not right now. Um, right now is a time for mourning. Right now is a time for remembering. You understand? Right now is a time for sobriety. These, these are the virtues and the values that need to be esteemed. There needs to be a solemn, sacred orientation for those lives who have continued to be taken from us as we continue an ongoing struggle. You understand? It's not... It's not about celebrating right now, really. Especially not when your enemy is dictating to you that it's time. Okay? It's an insult. It really is. These holidays, they give up. It's an insult. We, didn't, we need to engineer our own, you know? Without needing the, the, the backing of some uh, federal validation. You know what I'm saying? Well, how, when did that become the goal? Really? When did having America acknowledge your right to live be the goal? You understand what I mean? 
Because that's a power conversation we're having. And guess who has the power in that conversation? Not us. If, if my only life purpose is to have that life acknowledged by you who, who hates me, you who rapes me, you who castrates me, you who executes me and I haven't not committed a crime, you who, who shoots men, women, and children unarmed in the street, you who get administrative leave after having done so, you who get exonerated and or, you know what I mean, or acquitted, and we've seen you do it on camera, then what am I actually living for if, if I'm living for that cosign? <laughs> like, yo, how valuable is my time here? If that cosign or that backing from those caliber of people and from these criminal ass institutions, what am I living for? Seriously. What is the meaning of it? Back to meaning, myth and madness. What's the purpose of it? You know? And we'll be perpetually stuck in holidays, symbols, and serial self-sabotage if we don't get about the business of being self-determined and self-validated. And from there... We can decide what's to be celebrated. We can decide who's to be venerated, right? And then from there, we define, we define what it is to be liberated. Anyway, it's not just about parsing out the problem. It's about shining light on those people or members in your community who are doing an incredible work here locally in Hampton Roads. Hampton Roads is Regional Black Chamber of Commerce, Black Brand, blackbrand.biz. If you are industrious, endeavor to be industrious, entrepreneurial, endeavor to be entrepreneurial. You need to link yourself with the network and the nexus of powerful, like-minded individuals who have your overall economic well-being both in head and in heart. Black Brand, blackbrand.biz, a 150-year plan in the making exclusively for politically black people. Signing off in love, peace, and confrontation. This concludes our 28th episode of the Love, Peace, and Confrontation podcast. Black man, I love you. Black woman, I love you. Black babies, I love you. What will we tell our sons? Let's get out here and be the light. Let's do something that's going to make the future proud. Um, let's not be fraudulent. Black people, head on a swivel. And until next time, I sign off in love, peace, and confrontation. Everybody, please be safe. One.